everybody out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Impact Podcast. Welcome to 2020. Um, we are back. This is our first episode since the new year has happened. Uh, we took a nice long break, uh, spent some time with our families, kind of reset, uh, refreshed, recovered, all that kind of stuff, and recovered we are back. Especially. So um, Daniel and I, as always, are back today, and then Michael Miller, our longtime friend, um, previous co-host, I guess, right? It's sad, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. he, he is back with us for today's episode as well. Um, so guys... Thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for coming back, and um, thanks for being here. So today what we're going to do is something a little bit different than what we usually do. Um, we're not going to do chapter of the day today uh, because next week we might have to have another week where we don't have a podcast because as a church staff, we are all going to a conference together in Nashville for a few days, and we may or may not have time to record a podcast. So we didn't want to get started back in the chapter of the day, get that ball rolling, and then have it fall off again next week. So what we want to do today is more than even usual, although we always want you guys to be a big part of the conversation. Today, we are asking you guys on our Facebook Live um, to tune in and to be a part of the conversation. Uh, chime in with anything that you have to say about anything that we're talking about. Um, share with us, send us your prayer requests, all that kind of stuff. We want to hear from you. We want this to be a conversation f- well with you. So um, anyway, do you guys have anything that you want to add to that? Daniel uh, does. I do. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think uh, we uh, we had an awesome, uh, I guess, Christmas break. So that was fun. Uh, and it was good to kind of scale back a little bit on a lot of things. But uh, I think, um, yeah, just getting, sorry, I'm, I'm adjusting everything because usually I use the computer, but for some reason I cannot get good internet connection on my computer and everything falls out. So I'm switching to the phone. Uh, so yeah, okay. yeah. So that that's why I was kind of not paying attention to what was going on. Uh, <laughs> so I apologize. But uh, yeah, I think we, uh, to this um, knowing that we wouldn't potentially have a podcast next week, uh, even though we'd like to, it might be from Nashville, which would be fun. Yeah, uh, or in the van to it, or from Nashville. Depending. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we just, we did want to just kind of start the conversation over again, you know, connect where we were, what God has been teaching us, and, uh, and also hear from you guys, because uh, we know God is speaking. Um, that's something that, uh, we have been, um, been tuning into recently. We have several people in our congregation that are, uh, part of a class, uh, the gift to go after, uh, mm-hmm. which is, is kind of dropping yeah. us into learning a little bit more about what prophecy is. And a, a lot of that is kind of uncomfortable, I think, uh, for, for many people. And, um, and so it's been listening to God more and more, uh, knowing that he's speaking, he's given us the ability to hear him. And so, uh, what does that look like? And so uh, we've, uh, my family and I, we've been on a personal journey with that, but also from a church, we want to know, man, how can we tune in more to what God is doing? Uh, and so uh, so we want to hear from you all too, uh, because we know that globally God has been is speaking to, uh, to all of us. And so, uh, yeah, uh, that's part of, uh, I guess this conversation is going to be, you know, what, what has God been doing in your, in your family in this season, different things like that. I'll tell you, for, for me... <clears throat> This oddly was one of the best like holiday seasons ever, and I know you guys are like look at me like like what's wrong with me because I was really <laughs> sick, um, <clears throat> but you know I had shingles and it lasted for you know over six weeks, and I'm still dealing dealing with a couple of the small like remnants of it you know some of the nerve stuff, but um, man, like I we, we were I worked too hard because I I still showed up. <laughs> And we we were doing this curriculum change, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, you know, there's a lot of things going on, in the, in, you know, here at church. But you know, I had to have a lot of help because I just I just didn't have the energy to do it all. Mm-hmm. And so many people in this church stepped up and like helped out, like because I had to actually physically not be here because I was contagious for some of our kids, you know, that 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 don't do vaccines. So like I could get them sick for a few weeks. So I, I couldn't be here. I had to have people step up and just do the job on Sunday, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I had like the Christmas season, I had the Schneiders came in and helped me wrap, but like, I don't know, 70 something presents or whatever it was. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> at seven o'clock at one evening, you know, just stuff like that. And, and people showered me with gifts that I wasn't expecting. And like, I got, I got a bunch of, you know, get well cards and, and the thing, but the thing that like hit me the, the most is um, the, the staff kind of conspired <laughs> to have the kids pray for me. You know, 
and Daniel came back and uh, and 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 led and led you know us in prayer back on E kids and all the kids they had their hands lifted up, you know lifted towards me, and and I, ha- I have some pictures uh, of it and it's just it's just a beautiful thing that like all these kids were really like focusing and really praying for me, and um, I have to be honest and a little transparent, one of the things that that I deal with is I'm not real confident. Uh, I, I have some self-esteem issues and, you know, I think a lot of us probably have that same issue. Um, but, you know, sometimes I don't feel loved. Sometimes I, I worry what people think about me and, and sometimes it's in my own head. I feel like nobody likes me and I'm not loved. But through this illness, like God revealed to me that he loves me hmm. and he revealed to me that I'm loved. And that's the greatest Christmas gift I could ever ask for through, through how much, and I know, and, and here's a cool thing, guys. Like, it's not just that I'm love. Like I, I see when, when John talks about how God is love and we get kind of scared to say that. Cause like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. But love is such a big thing, Brent. Like God is love and I love God. God loves me. People love God. People love me. Like this whole like big ball of wax that is love, and I felt like a major part of it over the, over this holiday season, and uh, it was just the greatest season ever. And 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 I guess one quick preachy point about this is that that's how we grow. We go through pain to have like growth. So I had to go through shingles for God to open my eyes to how much I'm loved, and I I would if I would do it all over again, mm-hmm. all the pain in my eye and I couldn't open it, looking like a pirate, you know. And, and Daniel <laughs> we, making we did fun have, of me, telling we had me I'm the one I really, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a couple things, and this is kind of like my role, not my role at the staff, but I would say like it my is. my uh, unofficial role in the staff is to um, just. I don't know. I bring weird stuff like like just little <laughs> jokes and things like that here and there. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for a while, um, Michael was one-eyed willy because he couldn't open his eye. Uh, and so he walked around like a pirate and um, and had that those <laughs> visions, too. Uh, plus, he's just got the, the, the coolest beard. I mean, like, can we give can we give Michael some beard love? I mean, really, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, he uses unfractionated coconut oil and everything like oh, that to goodness. make sure that it uh, stays true. stays nice. And yeah, no. But uh uh, yeah, it, but I think that's that's <laughs> part of the things that we have. And what's cool is that uh, God's been working in our staff. I would say in like molding us together and knitting us together as a family. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and so with that comes kind of those those opportunities of of uh, of joy and and laughter and you know and that's that's I think there's something really. Um, uh, God designed us in a way to still find joy in those kind of areas. You know, like there's there's several scriptures that say consider it all joy when you face different trials. And it kind of feels like uh, out of touch, you know, when you hear scriptures like that, because you're like, there's no way that like whatever the trial is, how am I supposed to find joy in that? But I think that uh, there is just this this hope that we have that kind of baselines all of the things that we have going on, especially as a follower of Jesus, that that we have hope that in the midst of this, that God is still working and that God is moving, that, that there's going to be glory that's going to be seen in it all. And so, and I think that's awesome, Michael, to hear that story because we hear that God is using and working even something terrible like shingles in, uh, and I did say that he should change his fantasy football name to uh, shingle and ready to mingle. Uh, and so, which is, which is part of the things that I do here. Uh, and so, but, uh, but it, it's great because, uh, you know, there's, there's, suffering is is going to be a common thing that we all deal with like i mean there's there's not a person on the planet that's not like suffering i don't know what that is mm-hmm. but what we can um shine into that situation is is kind of a joy and a hope and uh seeing how how god can can change the situation drastically yeah. he, he wrote it into the universe daniel like and i love talking about this this gets me excited it's resurrection like the biggest story of the universe is how Jesus lived, and he died, and he resurrected, and he ascended into heaven, right? And, and of course, now we have the Holy Spirit, and like things are good. Things are much better because of what Jesus has done, because of the victory that we have, right? But to have this victory, to have this resurrection, to have the good stuff, you have to have this death first. 
And, and that's how I feel like with my shingles. Like for me to open my eyes up to how much I am loved, I had to have sickness with six weeks for a couple of weeks. I couldn't get off the couch, you know, yeah. like I had to endure that pain. But if you want to build a building, you have to tear the ground up first. Like we have these big ceremonies where, where you have this golden shovel and you break ground. Like ground has to be broken first mm-hmm. for you to build. For, for your muscles to grow, you have to have those micro tears in your, in your muscle tissue for your muscles to, to grow. Mm-hmm. Like the way that the universe is, is, is designed is that it takes breaking mm-hmm. before there's growth. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've studied in, in, in 2019 as a staff about how like we called it the crushing that there has to be some crushing before there's growth. And as we're going through this, this, this prophecy kind of classes, you know, sometimes I just think that I have a thought and I'm starting to realize sometimes it's the Holy spirit working through me and something that, that I, I'm not saying that I'm a prophet, but one thing that, that i really feel from, from, you know, over a year ago that, that God's you know, spoken, you know, into, into our, you know, staff, I really felt like 2018, was a year of, of crushing, a year of breaking mm-hmm. in, 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 our, in our church and in our staff. And then 2019 was a year that like the leadership, like the elders, the staff, some of our, you know, the higher level type volunteers, like 2019 was a year of growth for us. Mm-hmm. The, and I don't mean so much with like numbers. I mean, like the, I think a lot of us really grew in tune with, with God more this year. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of healing that took place yeah. with all of us. And I think that 2020 is the year that that the same thing happens for the rest of us and the congregation and our listeners, like in, in, in all of our um, in our circle. I really feel like like it's time for all of us to like grow in depth. And and I I believe that in 2021, that's when I, th- I think we're going to start seeing ex- an explosion in numbers too. Hmm. I think that that you know you, you grow in de- in depth, and then and then we're going to grow with width. Hmm. So that's. I'm really hoping that 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 I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm hoping that this really is God speaking because, yeah. um, I, just because we we've gone through some brokenness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and I think we've healed stronger. Yeah. Well, and I think there's so many parallels um, that we see naturally. Um, uh, like for example, when you see a tree, you yep. know, a seed falls, a seed dies. And then when a seed grows and it becomes really productive, it has to like develop a really good root system. And that's so underneath the surface, right? And, and I think that that it's hard to um, evaluate that growth because I think for us in our culture, it's we want to see the products of our growth. Like we want to see the tangible evidence of that. And, um, and we try to microwave things like we try to like put fast track stuff to grow quicker. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, we want things now, we want things immediate. Uh, and sometimes when that, uh, that, that root system is, is growing, it's going to take time that that is going to be a part of the process. But what's, what's beautiful is, is that that is not only the thing that nourishes the plant, that's not only the thing that keeps it stable. Like when, when things are happening and when there's things that are tumultuous or whatever it is, like that is that is how um, that that is the beauty of it. I guess that in the in our natural world that we have like something to kind of draw on and say like wow like like this is what's happening that that in order for this tree to grow it has to it has to deepen its roots and even like even a pruning process you know that you prune and you take away some branches, you take away some leaves, you take away some things that the the tree is kind of investing into, that's not going to help it eventually bear fruit. Like it needs to develop strength and it needs to. Yeah. And so, um, and, I, and I've, as, as followers of Jesus, I think we have that time where there is times that things happen underneath the, sur- underneath the surface. And it's hard because, you know, a, a sapling could try to compare itself to a fully mature tree sure, sure. and think I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm not being productive. I'm not uh, bearing fruit. <laughs> I'm just this little thing that's doing nothing and that I have a very hard time just like spreading out my branches. And, uh, and so I think that God has us in different parts of process of growth and in a season for you, this you know coming out of 2019, even 2020, this might be something that you identify with that that you're in a season where your roots are trying to grow deep, or you're trying to, or you're bringing stability, and it doesn't show necessarily on the surface. But that doesn't mean that God's doing, um, excuse me, that doesn't mean that God's doing amazing things or, um, or like a dynamic work in you. And, and so uh, I think for us, it has been. 
uh, a challenging process. And I mean, it's cool. It's what's been similar is that that's kind of paralleled for us and our family. Um, you know, Lainey, Lainey has, uh, has, has had a Lyme disease and that's, it's an illness that we've had to deal with. And that's had us kind of pull back and kind of dig roots, like, you know, and really grow those <laughs> roots. And it feels like it's not, we're not being as productive. Uh, you know, she scaled back, she had to come off the worship team and which breaks my heart because I love like when Lainey, when Lainey worships, I think that uh, my wife is just has an amazing gift in that. Yeah. And, uh, and so with that comes with so much like, like, are we, are we in the, are we doing the right thing? Because we're not really seeing the, 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 the fruit, the product of it. So, so are we, are, are we being disobedient in this season? And I think what's, what's great is that the Lord can just kind of speak to you in those moments and just say, you know, no, like I have you in this season for a reason. I have you yep. in uh, going through this. And there's hope. Yeah. There's hope. Absolutely. And that's, that's the thing is as we talk about resurrection, like, we know the end of the story. We know that death wasn't the end for Jesus, right? And, and we know, as we talk about like how it's written on the universe, that Lainey's Lyme disease isn't the end. Mm-hmm. That this is, this is like, this is for her, it's kind of like how, how the seed falls off of the tree, like you're falling, right? And then you're, you feel like you're being buried. And, and, and a lot of our listeners, like, you might be in a situation where you feel like it's hopeless. You feel like, you know, financially you're being crushed physically you're being crushed you might have situations at work you might have situations with friends and with family like whatever it is you know you may feel like you know, like you're being crushed yeah but it's not the end there's resurrection there there there's there's hope there's something that that god is growing you know you through this mm-hmm. so that's and i think that's the, the for me that's one of the coolest things about being a christian that it's not, I mean, forgive me if you're in this, but I don't feel like it's about like the, the prosperity gospel stuff, like name it, claim it. And like, you know, I'm going to get a Bentley, you know, because I'm faithful and I'm going to have money and I'm going to have stuff. That's not what it is. If we look at, if we look at Paul's story, you know, you know, he, he had lots of struggles. Like his life was full of imprisonment and beatings and just craziness. Right. And sometimes we go through these things. But here's the thing about being a Christian is we can find joy even in the midst of suffering. Like that's a really unique thing to who we are mm-hmm. that, and, and having hope. And you know what's crazy? Even if it's not hope on this earth, even if your crushing ends with death, and let's be honest, sometimes it does, we still have more hope. Mm-hmm. We, we still know that there's an eternity waiting for us and that eternity is good. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I, I, that's that's one thing I think that's that's fantastic about about being a follower of of Christ is that we no matter what we have hope and we can get through the tough times because we have that hope of resurrection. So, guys, I stepped out of the room for a minute in case you were watching on Facebook Live. Um, uh, let us know. I'm noticing that it keeps saying that the broadcast is interrupted. So if it's hard for you guys to watch today, let us know. Um, I went out and made a couple adjustments on some things to try to. Yeah, I was. I kept getting that online, and I, I think that wasn't the issue that I was having with my computer. Is that it kept kind of cutting in and out? Did it? Huh. So yeah, let us know if we're having issues with that, guys. We apologize if it's making it difficult to listen to or watch today. Um, the audio version of the podcast that comes out on Tuesday obviously will not have that. Um, so if you want to check back in with us, but guys, we thank you for sticking around. Um, and once again, I know that Daniel. Now that Daniel has actually switched to his phone, it actually says that he's Daniel Yelverton when he's posting things. I um, know, but maybe uh, it's this. This is the computer. This is like. This is Elevation Community right. Church. <laughs> Maybe, which is weird because that was yours before you ever started working here, right? Yeah, it's actually Laney's. Um, well, there you go. But um, Laney at, is Elevation Community Church. We as, just figured it out now. <laughs> as Daniel said in the comments today on our Facebook Live, if you're not watching uh, through that and reading the comments, he says, we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, what is God teaching you over this holiday season and over this new year, the beginning of the year right now? Um, I know for me that my... Um, my holiday was really good and really not good. Yeah. Um, because a lot of you people know, um, but uh, we found out in the middle of Sorry. December, kind of uh, near the end, near near Christmas, about a week and a half before Christmas, we found out that my mom has cancer. Um, so she has something called double hit lymphoma, which is a weird hybrid of cancers, as far as I could tell. It's kind of like on the spectrum between leukemia and lymphoma. 
and it's called double hit because it hits in both sides of it. Um, but her cancer actually falls on the the better side if there is a better side of cancer, which is the okay. lymphoma side. And um, so we we had to go through our whole Christmas season um, with that. So uh, learning how to live with that, and in the busyness of everything else that goes yeah. on here, there was a lot of kind of compartmentalizing and and having to kind of get get done with things that we needed to get done with. Um, but God is God is gracious and God is good and. Um, uh, as, as, as far as the doctors are telling us, um, she should, should, it's cancer, so you can never take it for granted, but she should fully recover from this. Mm. And um, after they do everything that they're going to do with her treatment-wise, they said there'll be a less than 1% chance that it'll ever come back. So she's doing really well with it. Um, we've had a couple scary moments through the process um, where the treatments and the medications and things hit her a little bit weird and caused some blood pressure issues and things like that. But um, it's been really, really good, and she is uh, fighting through it amazingly well. She's not sad about it. She's not down and out. Yeah. She's just fighting. I mean, my mom, uh, Ernie Merkey that's been on here with us before, I love to tell this story because he said it a few weeks ago, um, but talking about the cancer and uh, with my mom, uh, people keep saying, well, she's a fighter, you know, she's a fighter. And Ernie, <laughs> he told me, because <laughs> my mom is like, she's she's tough and she's um, she's a very nice woman as well, but she's just, she's tough. And um, Ernie told me, he said, yeah, man, she's a fighter. He's like, the first day I ever met her here at the church, I honestly thought she wanted to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, uh, if you know my mom, you, you know what I'm talking about with her, but she's she's a great woman, and um, she's my mom. I love her, and um, she's doing really, really well with this stuff, so don't don't you know, don't worry about her right now. We do ask for prayers for this as, as uh, she goes through this, and as we go through it as a family together, um, because like I said, it is cancer, and you can never take it for granted, and you never know, but... Um, it made it made the holiday season interesting this year for sure. Um, on a lighter side, um, as a family thing, uh, my wife and I we got a dog for the kids for us as a family this this Christmas, which was a really really high point for us as well. Um, our previous dog, my wife and I, a lot of you might know, my wife and I have been together for this is our twenty second year that we've been together now total, not married but total, and um, we had a dog for seventeen of those years together. And, um, when our dog, um, passed, uh, about four years ago, we decided it was time for a break. No more dogs for a while. And, um, so now, cause the kids were young, Owen was practically newborn. He was only, I think a few months old or six months old or something like that when she ended up dying. So, um, we took a break for a while from dogs. So now we have another dog in the family, which was really exciting to be able to give to the kids on Christmas morning. Um, Santa is not getting credit for that one. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was cool, nice. though. I went and picked him up on New Year's Eve night, or New Year's Eve night, Christmas Eve night, brought him home, um, and we were able to make things work out the way we wanted them to, to where I brought him out in a box as like the final gift for them. Um, our daughter Riley just cried. She was very quiet and she cried and, um, Owen threw his arms up in like victory that they'd finally gotten the dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and we got a good video of it. That's actually why I had to borrow that rig, uh, the, the, oh, the yeah. cell phone yeah, video yeah, rig, yeah. Uh, from, from your office. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we had highs and lows. It was, it was, uh, good and bad and, and, and so many different things went on throughout the process, but, um, it was a huge blessing that we had such a big break as a staff this year to be yeah. able to get through those things. And, um, so we're very, very thankful and, um, thankful that we have a, a boss in Phil Nelson who, who takes those things seriously and, and wants us to have time off to spend with our families and yeah. recover and recuperate and all those kinds of things. So I, very blessed through that. I had the opposite box, Daniel, Daniel, Brent, <laughs> whoever you are. Oh, hey, you did. You I'm did, Brent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm Laney. So <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this just got really hey, weird. Hey. <laughs> now, um, uh, yeah, go, go to Laugh Town for this story, right? Um, so about a year ago, uh, Tiffany decided, because she makes all the decisions in our house, um, <laughs> that uh, we would get a cat. I was opposed to this idea, for the record. But we got a cat, and because we're terribly irresponsible pet owners, and we didn't have her fixed, she had kittens. So now, like, so, so she's like the mama cat. Now you have cats. Yes, now we have cats. Well, unfortunately, she got out on the road, and she was hit. Mm -hmm. So the the interesting thing there is, I'm I'm learning as you know as I'm teaching kids and e kids teaching my own kids, uh, you know I'm trying to to learn how to do these things and and 
I realized like, you know what? We had just talked about knee kids that, that week about how, what scripture is. And like, cause we, we've been, we've been, we've been going through this awake series that we, we've, you know, we're through it, but we you know that's something that we were working on in the first you know, few weeks of, of January. So doing the awake series, one of the, one of the Sundays we you know talking about, you no know, hearing from God. And so what I did with the kids is we, we made our lesson about, you know, the Bible, because mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to start for kids. I know that hearing from God is much more than that, right? Yeah. But I think that's a good starting point for kids. So we did a lesson about what the Bible is, and, and, and you know, that was really cool. I get really geeked out about that kind of stuff, and I got to teach, and it was fun. But so when I go home, and, and I have this, this cat, and I'm having to tell my kids about this stuff, before I tell the kids about the cat, I did like a review of what we learned, like, so guys, how do we hear from God? You know, like, what is one way? Well, we can talk about the Bible. Okay, so the Bible can help us get through difficult situations, yeah, right? Hmm. And, uh, it and can? So, yeah. <laughs> and so, now this is where, you know, I, I this podcast isn't good without a Michael controversy. So I brought up a couple of scriptures where um, we're told that all things are from restor- are restored. I can't remember. One was like in Ephesians Another one's in Revelation. I don't remember the exact verses off the top of my head right now, but, but I looked them up for the kids, and I told them about how all things are restored. Now, most people disagree with this because most people are like, animals don't have souls. Animals can't go to heaven. Um, but I talked to them like, well, so what happens to the, you know, we're dri- I'm driving in the car, what happens to that bird if that bird dies? Like, is it is it restored? Mm. I mean, the Bible says that all things are restored. Yeah. So. That's not the point. The point isn't that, you know, that I, that I think that we'll see Nala meowing her praises to God someday. Um, <laughs> because that's kind of basically what I taught the kids. And I'm not asking for agreement on that. But what I'm saying is that one thing that, that I'm learning as a dad is to take these difficult situations and try to apply it. Like try, try to use scripture to apply it. Now, you might get things wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's something that I, that I thought was really interesting is that I got a chance to take what we learned to need kids and apply it to my kid's life in a difficult situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, that's what I'm hoping that parents can do. If, and if you didn't know, um, one thing that, that we've changed with the, the, the e-kids is I'm not saying that we're matching content. <laughs> we're not matching it. see Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Schaus said, uh, the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven says otherwise. Nice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nice. I'm not a cat person, so <laughs> that's yeah. a good one, Kyle. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what creation looks like in heaven. <laughs> Man, anywho, we, we've changed curriculum. Um, uh, basically, and it's not because one curriculum's good and one cur- curriculum's bad. The way that we had things is that it, I was basically told what I would teach each week, mm-hmm. and now I've got it to where I can pick and choose. And and I, the reason why I'm doing that is I want to be able to create dialogue between parents and kids. Yeah. So we are doing this, at least the same themes this year from the pulpit here as we are doing with the kids. Yeah. So, Which I think is brilliant. I think that's great yeah. because, you know, you've got the drive home, and typically it's, hey, kids, what would you learn about today? And they say a thing or two, and, oh, cool, you know, and you might have a little conversation about it. But if the parents and the kids are learning about the same thing, then there's a whole bigger conversation that can happen. And the cool thing is when it's not exact— it's the same thing, but maybe not the exact same story. Like when we when we were talking about like you know seeing the kingdom of God, we talked about Paul and how Paul's eyes were open <clears throat> to the kingdom of God on that road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. So his literally his eyes were open when the scales fell off, mm-hmm. but like kind of metaphorically his eyes were open to the kingdom. So we got a chance to talk to the kids, you know, about this thing through that story. You guys didn't talk about that story, mm-hmm. so it's the same kind of thing from different perspectives. So mm-hmm. hopefully it can add to the conversation that parents can say, Oh, well, we learned about this. We did too. Well, what, what did you, well, we learned about Paul. Oh snap. That really works with what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. that's, that's something that I'm, I'm hoping that we can bring. So I, I guess, you know, for you parents that are, that are listening, talk to your kids because the things that you learn on Sunday, your kids may have something to say about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully over lunch, you can have a really good conversation. Yeah. 
And I mean, to, to share with you guys as well, this is a different subject now, kind of, but um, just where we want to hear from you guys what God's teaching you right now. Send us a comment on our Facebook Live. We'd love to, to, to see that and see where God's moving in your life right now and then talk to you about it some. But for me, to give a specific example, uh, we just had a staff meeting a couple days ago where we kind of had to share, you know, what's God teaching us right now. And, and for me personally, the biggest thing is um, finding people on the, the worship ministry team as we're growing. Um, finding the places and being honest enough with myself to see where my weaknesses are and then finding the people within the team um, that I know, that I trust, that I love as family, who their strengths are my weaknesses so that they can step into those roles. And instead of having a very very narrow area where we're moving forward, (laughs) we can really broaden out where we're moving forward as a worship ministry and growth and in creativity and everything that we do. Um, so that's being spoken to me very, very loudly in the last few weeks. I keep seeing stuff everywhere and hearing things everywhere about strengths and weaknesses and, yeah. and realizing that, and I don't look at it this way, but a lot of people I think look at it as um, almost competition or mm-hmm. if you admit that you have weaknesses, well, then you're failing. Yeah. Um, I don't look at it that way, but I know a lot of people do, but I keep seeing things about that, you know, um, but find people that can step in and work hand in hand with you, work alongside you, that their strengths are your weaknesses so that overall everything that you're doing is strong um, and be okay to step back and let other people lead and don't take that as a threat to your position or anything like that. Just look at it as we're doing the best thing that we can in collaboration with each other instead mm. of me trying to lead everything and failing in areas. And I think you, you gave, um, speak, referring to the staff meeting, you gave a really good image and uh, Facebook Live people will be able to see it, but uh, <laughs> I'll try to describe it for the... Um, and I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm excited well, to hear what I said. <laughs> you said like, you, you know, if you focus on what you can do, you have this kind of window of impact, mm. right? And it like and it goes maybe like this this wide. But if you align yourself and you uh, and you kind of equip and empower people around you that have different strengths that you may not have, your impact like spreads a little bit further and it goes a little bit wider. And you 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 did like the I called a fish this big once, the, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the narrow to the yeah, yeah to really wide. And so 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 for those who are listening, just kind of like the the window of impact can be smaller if you just focus on what you have and what your ability is. But it goes wider if you're able to pour into and to invest and to empower people that are are different or have different strengths. Than you are and you know it's completely biblical when we think of how the body's composed right mm-hmm. the body is not just one specific um organ or whatever it is it's multiple organs working together uh, multiple cells working together to kind of accomplish a an overarching goal and and i think what's really um i think uh spiritually mature if i can say that of you brent is that <laughs> um is that i think when we focus on our strengths and weaknesses and it's all about us getting better and that and there's nothing wrong with self-improvement but it's to what end right and so like if it's if it's just for my kingdom and for me to get better then it only goes so far but if my goal is to expand the kingdom of god and to have god work through me and through the people around me to to bring shed more light into darkness kind of thing mm-hmm. then it then you know the the motivation behind the effort and the pouring into other people is completely different right yeah and so and you know one of the things that we've been talking about this year is awakening to the kingdom of god and to what god is doing in his kingdom mm-hmm. and so giving us eyes to see giving us ears to hear acting and growing within that knowing that there's something bigger and greater going on and, and so uh as you know what's as we shed away that kind of nature of focusing on you know our kingdom and what we want and, and aligning ourselves to something even greater and bigger and what god is doing and becomes more it goes becomes eternal it becomes legacy oriented it becomes significant in in that way um i think that's that's such a good thing for us to think about and to apply is like, okay, like I have, you know, giftings and I have things that I, I know that I've identified that I'm, I'm, I do well, but it's going to be really important to figure out how do I fit into the body of the kingdom of God, but also how can I c- impact with those giftings, people around me, empower them to then become more and more effective mm-hmm. uh, because the, the reach gets longer, the impact gets greater. And, and I, I just love that you, that's a, a focus of yours because um, I think that it's, it is easy for us to kind of pull more towards the self, right? Mm-hmm. And like what the self is able to do, what the self is able to accomplish. 
But I think when we have a vision for something greater than that, uh, we can do so much more together than we can as we just self-improve. It's, like, it's like Nehemiah on the wall. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, the, absolutely. Like, you know, you're assigned to your part, and you do your part. Mm-hmm. And what I was giggling about is, as we're talking about this, you know, the kingdom of God can be kind of like a team. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, Daniel, <clears throat> we can't all be LeBron James. Ooh. We can't oh, all geez. we can't all make, you know, pass the ball, play defense, you know, score rebound no, we can't no, we can't all do everything some of us are just like michael jordan we're just volume shooters and good defenders and yeah. have that clutch gene and that's like it you so know? when the team wins would that be more of the greatest so that would be now, like see, now, if see, you go that, to the, now that's a great illustration the NBA championship six times and win six times does that mean that you become the greatest of all time because see the that team is see winning? that what shows that that shows we're that you're viewers. on a, that shows that you're on a great <laughs> Team like elevation. If we all do, you know fit our roles, so the kingdom of God was like that though. So the greater contribute to the kingdom of God is one who is contributing to the team and not to their individual stats. Mm. The, okay, the, so the team is I think it's uh. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> yeah, back, we, we lost we lost thirty viewers. On totally <laughs> digress there. Back to what I was was saying about strengths and weaknesses is um one thing that I love about it too is. That, things that are your strength typically is something that you're passionate about, right? So yes, letting people step in and showing, uh, using their strengths where it's a weakness for me, it's good for the team overall, for the growth of the team and the health of the team, right? But it's also really good for that individual because they're getting to step forward and getting to use their strength that they're passionate about and pour into that in a positive way and feel valued for that strength and for that passion. So, um, I really, you know, it's twofold. It's 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 for the overall, the holistic health of the team, but it's also for that individual to let them step forward and feel and feel valued and feel feel like something that they're passionate about is actually has worth to it and is moving things forward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had just had uh, Mackenzie just uh, Shouse, one of our listeners, just uh, posted about kind of what God has been teaching her uh, right now, and I'll just I'll read it for that uh, our. Uh, Facebook live viewers can see the comment, but I would love to read it just for our um, our podcast listeners. Uh, she said that her whole life uh, has been a, uh, a lot of instability, even as a, an adult, Kyle, her husband, and I have tried to make our life stable and given uh, just a tough hand. Um, we bought our first home after 10 moves, and speaking for myself, I'm so thankful that God is our stability. He definitely showed up and, exceed, and exceeded our expectations or prayers uh, we asked for in a home. Uh, for the first time in my life, I'm feeling, uh, I have a feeling of how heaven will feel when I get, when we get home. That's awesome. Um, we, uh, for the first, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, God is uh, definitely teaching me how to be obedient in my time with him, uh, is actually helping me, uh, being in our new home helps me uh, disconnect from the world and focus on my time with him. Uh, I've also been more intentional with my studies as well as how I speak to my children and a husband. That's that's awesome. And then she followed up with a comment that kind of explains that intentionality idea that she said that this past weekend's sermon also has been stirring in me this week, and I'm trying to be more in tune with how I can be more intentionally obedient towards loving others. Mm. I think that, that word intentional, I think that that's a key with, with what she's saying is that sometimes we kind of float through life but when we put, we intentionally, you know, try to, to tune in, as she said, to God's will, you know, I think our life tends to have more, it tends to go better, you know, yeah. and when we're actually following the steps that God wants us to follow, I think it works, right? And when we follow <laughs> the steps that we want to take, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Mm. And I love her perspective in here where she says, um, uh, speaking of myself, I'm so thankful God is our stability because of 10 different moves in homes. And as a kid, like I actually joke with people because I had a, I had a really good childhood, but it was fairly unstable. So I always lived in Blanchester, but I lived in nine different houses in Blanchester. So like when I met my wife, I said, let's go on my home tour. It took us like an hour and a half to drive (laughs) around town, but it does. It gives you that, that stability of like, okay, you have to realize that, that there's more stability in life than just having a home that you live in. Um, and, and I love that her perspective is that God taught her that through all the different moves. But now that they have a home, it means that much more. And I, I you know not to take words out of her mouth or to put words in her mouth, but it sounds like she really is so excited now to have that sanctuary mm-hmm. to be able to just detach and just be 
happy and spend time with God <laughs> and not be wondering what's coming next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, we thank you so much for sharing that with us, Mackenzie. That's awesome. We're so happy for you guys. I've seen the pictures on um, yeah. Facebook from the house, and uh, it looks awesome. So we're really, really happy for you guys. Isn't that a cool thing about, about when we talk stability is that God is with us, like, all the time. That's something that, I, that I'm thinking about as we... Uh, th- this up well it's funny this all right so this upcoming week which is in the past for podcast listeners <laughs> we're, we're studying the holy spirit so you could edit that one brent you know but nah. we're studying about the we're studying about the holy spirit um and and the interesting thing is when you look at where god resided in the old testament you know they had like a little tent for him they had a temple and like and and, and this is this is where the spirit of god you could say resided and then we kind of, I think we, we kind of don't give the Holy Spirit the credit that it, that he's due when you think about where the Spirit of God resides now. Mm-hmm. It's not just some tent in the desert. Mm-hmm. Like, God resides in you. When you talk about stability. God is with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we're going through, we can always, like, pause and pray and connect with the Spirit. That's, that's something that I—that's like a goal of mine this year. Um, sometimes I become more of an intellectual, um, and, and I, and I read things and I know things, but like, that's not what the relationship with God's about. Mm-hmm. It's not about the books that you read. It's, it's about the, the time that you connect and that you spend with God. So I'm trying to spend more time in prayer and meditation with the spirit. That way I can connect better mm-hmm. because again, God is with me and I'm finding that when I actually spend the time to sit silent with God, call that whatever you want to call that, that I have more peace. Like I, I feel the spirit moving in my life more when I, in, like like Mackenzie said, when I take intentionality, when I intentionally spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, uh, Brent, you, you said a great word, uh, sanctuary. And, and I think that um, there is... There's something about that. There's something about like some sort of place for base, like some play. That's that was like weird. That was like a a rap. Man, it was like Ace of Base. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, I'm not gonna go there. This is literally what I do, and uh, I, I just distract myself. And um, uh, but having a sanctuary. Um, and finding the right sanctuary is really important, right? Yeah. Because even, Mackenzie, you kind of identified that when you said you had 10 moves, you had so many different homes, so many different things. There was a lot of instability there, right? Uh, and even now, finding a home, now you find that stability even in God and how, like, it's it's giving you such a great appreciation for that. And, and I love that because uh, I think that for me in my life, it was always, like, the sanctuaries were always the wrong things. Like, you'd always, like, turn to the wrong things for that rest, for that, that sense of safety, that sense of belonging, that sense of identity. And, and I think when you, when it's something that's tumultuous or something that can't last or something that's non-eternal, uh, it can just kind of, it can shatter you. It can break your heart, you know. Uh, you can find it in relationships. You can find it in, you know, in jobs. You can find it in money. You can find it, you can find, try to find sanctuary in so many things because I think God built us for that. He built us to, like, spend time with Him and find rest in Him. Um, you know, it's the... There's a scripture in Psalms 91. It's actually on my Bible. It says, you know, that finding your rest in the shadow or finding rest in the shadow of the Almighty, mm. uh, finding your shelter, finding your. Um, and I think that, like, that's something that the Lord has been really teaching me for the last, I, I would say, or even un- unwinding for me is the identifying where those sanctuaries are and recognizing when they don't actually do what I want them to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and then, you know, and finding that sanctuary, finding that rest in God, knowing that that's kind of what we were built for, um, is, uh, it's just a huge step, uh, for me in not only spiritual growth, uh, but also, um, he's not going to let me down, you know, like when I go to him as a sanctuary, I go exactly where I need to be, <laughs> you know, and, uh, the other times have always led to kind of this disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. To like whether it was relationships or whatever it may be, or we're just never quite satisfied. And, and so, um, I think what's what's great though is that that God wants that type of relationship with you. He stands at the door and he knocks, and if you open the door, he'll have a meal with you. You know, and mm-hmm. it's it's not like, uh, you know, it doesn't come up with a lot of like 
uh, I guess a bait and switch or he'll pull the rug out from under you saying like, Oh, you let me in now. I'm going to totally just like wrecking ball. We, you know, that could be a part of it, but it would be graceful. It would be full of grace and love. Uh, anyways. Um, so, but I think that like that is a kind of, to kind of take off what, um, McKenzie was saying that has been something that the Lord has really been working in my life is the sanctuaries. Like, mm-hmm. so where, where am I going for my rest? Where am I going for the shelter? When, when life feels overwhelming or burdensome, what is the thing that you're kind of turning to, to hope to find that? And if it's not the Lord, it will, you know, you can turn the God gives us the opportunity to choose where we find our rest. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, um, some of those things can be pretty unhealthy and they can lead to some pretty destructive, like lifestyle choices and things like that. So anyways, that, I don't know, that was kind of a tangent. Well, all I really heard was, um, Ace of Base, I saw the sign, and Miley Cyrus, I came in like yeah, a wrecking ball. That's, that's why. That, I know. That's, that's yeah, I know. I, that's exactly, when I said wrecking ball and you guys both laughed, I was like, oh man. <laughs> I, he started laughing and I was like, don't do it. <laughs> I know. Um, but something something to say too, and I'm even speaking to myself on this some, is those, those sanctuaries, those times that you spend with God, um, constantly remind yourself that it's a relationship. Yes. Because there's going to be times that you come to God and you come spend time with him and it just feels so connected and amazing and you're so filled up afterwards. But it's a relationship. So there's going to be other times where if you think about your spouse or your best friend or whatever, sometimes you get together and hang out and it's just it's not the best, but you still spent time together. Go into those um meeting times with God knowing that even if it doesn't feel amazing and you don't feel so filled up after the fact, it was still worth it, and there's still value to it, and he's still pouring into you. And he, th- things can come from that that you don't even recognize, and then three years later can get activated in you, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's that's why I did that, you know? So so don't go into those things and get discouraged if you don't feel like you have a strong connection with God because there's seasons in your life, there's seasons that I've been through that I know that you guys have been through, seasons that feel really intense and really connected to God. And then you'll go through a season where you feel really separate from God. That doesn't mean he's separate from you. That just means that there's something in you, whether he's working in you or something that you're going through that makes you feel separate from him. But he's not separate from you. He's there with you the whole time. So there's never a time that's less valuable with him than any other time, despite how it might feel. So just I wanted to encourage you guys with that to to help keep you uh, being more consistent with it. And um, and to just be passionate about it and know that like relationships uh, function differently. Right. So like like me and Lainey going to a coffee shop might really fill like our cup, but like going to movies for another couple might really fill like their cup. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, yeah, like uh, and so and so there's going to be like so that's I think part of the learning process. Right. And that's part of the stuff that we're learning even as a married couple. Me and Lainey want to know like, okay, what are the things that we really enjoy and what are the things that we're kind of like designed for or like kind of that fill our cup and, and know that, that that's going to like also kind of parallel a little bit as your time with God, right? Mm -hmm. What are going to be the things that really draw you in? Maybe it is like worship music. Maybe it's some solitude. Maybe it's time with other people that love Jesus, you know, like what, whatever it looks like, there's not going to be this, it should be this. And then if it's not that for you, you kind of walk through this whole, like, uh, I must not be as close to God as these other people are. So, you know, it just uh, like, it's a process to, to learn, okay, you know, this is, this feels really good. This is where I felt like really connected to the father. And then, uh, kind of like continue to go off of that. And then it might shift. It might change depending on your season or, or what you have kind of going on that, that, that might like the, where you go for sanctuary might change a little bit. (laughs) And so, and that's okay because that's part of a growing relationship, right? It's never, I think things, if it's always going to be the same, it can kind of get robotic. And, Mm -hmm. and that's when it's actually like where the relationship starts to lose some of its like joy, I feel like. And so like, it's okay. It's okay to like, kind of like flow through different types of connection. Yeah. You got to keep it fresh. You got to keep trying new things because you're never going to find every single thing that is your thing you know, until you try things. So, you know, you can find out what isn't your thing, but keep trying new things as well to figure out where, where it is for you guys. But, um, something else I wanted to say real quick, we talk about how God's talking to us. You know, we want to hear from you guys, how God is speaking to you through this time. Um, something else that we touched on in our staff meeting, um, Phil had asked us all as a staff, um, question about, you know, what do you think went really well, um, at Elevation Community Church last year. What do you think was really beneficial and went really well? And originally, I think each one of us thought about like events, like what did we do that went really well? 
But I think it was interesting, um, and my point in this, and I'll get back to it in a second, is that when God is saying the same thing to multiple people around you, listen. Because for us, I think every one of us was like, oh, i got to think about these different events that happened. But instead, what our answers, most of us ended up being, was um, about personal relationship and about how us as a staff, we grew together um, so much last year. And we, and we realized what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And then we were able to focus more on who we are as a church and how we reach people. And I think overall that was probably the most beneficial thing for us as a church because we're trying to, to hone in more on who God has made us as a group. And he's, he's teaching us the importance of writing our own script and not trying to just do things that other people have done that's been successful or, you know, following the, the way that you're supposed to run a church, you know, like, no, we're, we're finding out that it's, it's an individual thing and he's speaking to us in different ways, individually and as a group. And I think that that was highly beneficial for us. Um, and then, you know, talking about seeing things that he's saying to multiple people as well. I had a, um, a songwriting meeting on Monday um, with a couple of people, uh, with actually with Paige and Jeremy that have been on this podcast a few few weeks ago. Um, and we were trying to come to, okay, what are we supposed to write about today? You know, and, and what you do in songwriting meetings is you bring pieces of things you're already working on and mm-hmm. places that you've gone. You know, I've got a verse and a chorus for this or God gave me this, this you know, this phrase. Um, so you kind of try to come together on where it is that you feel you're supposed to go. And we started talking about um, release and um, surrender to God. And that's someplace that um, Paige and Jeremy are right now with them coming off of the cruise ship and with trying to just step into his, his, his hands with his guidance and see where he's supposed to go. And they started talking about um, the message from their church last Sunday was, um, and sh- uh, I think Paige was telling, but she said that her, the, the pastor had his fist clenched and then he talked about the difference in opening your hands and right. letting go. And, and, and opening your hands is symbolic of surrender and of, of um, giving things over. And it was so funny because we had a special guest here that spoke here this past Sunday. Um, now, when this audio podcast comes out, it'll be the previous Sunday. But um, his name was Brian Clark, and Phil was off for the Sunday and asked him to come and speak. And in his message, he literally stood there and spoke about the importance, and he clenched his fists, and he spoke about the importance of living our lives with our hands open mm-hmm. and, and the stress that that releases and mm-hmm. giving that control over and not having that be something that um, that you live so tight all the time and that you're trying to control everything, control your money, control your situation, control your family, control your friends, control your job, but instead to trust and to open your hands. And we were like, Okay, well, that's where we're supposed to go with this song then. <laughs> nice. And it just came together so beautifully. We're actually getting together again in a couple of days to finish it because after a few hours, we had it almost completely done because it just felt like we were in the right vein. Mm-hmm. Like we were where the Holy Spirit wanted us to be and was just kind of like pushing us along through it. So there is such an importance in um, listening to what the Spirit is speaking to you, but also seeing other people around you that are getting the same thing spoken to them as a good way of verification for where the Holy Spirit is trying to take the church, I think. Mm. And I think that there's there's a joy in the journey, right? And wherever wherever you are today, um, know that this, that's just a part of the journey, you mm-hmm. know? And there's a part of the joy of getting to know, you know, Father God and, you know, Dad a little bit more and uh, getting to know Jesus, uh, listening to the Holy Spirit, listening to what God is speaking to you, interacting with the people around you, bringing the kingdom, um, you know, uh, influencing and bringing joy to people around you. Um, so there's a, there is, you know, like we're just kind of, we're just kind of pulling up wherever God has taken us right now recently in our journey. And we're kind of looking at it, but know that like God is building a story and he is, He's got awesome things in store for you. He's got amazing plans for you. It says that that you are his workmanship in Ephesians 2, uh, uh, just after it said, by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not of your works, so no, no one can boast for you are God's workmanship. You were uh, created in God to do good works, right? And so there's amazing things in store for you as followers of Jesus. And so if that doesn't feel current in your season, just know that there is still an arcing journey and story for you. 
and and to know that there can be joy that you see in the future, even if joy is not there. So maybe reach out and grab that and pull, hold on to that and just say, you know what? I know that God has good things in store for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So I'm just going to uh, I'm going to grab hold of that right now and trust the the process and, and trust the journey. And, and I can't even just stress how valuable what Brent just said is that it's so good to be connected to other people on the journey, right? Because other people might be in different places and we might be able to encourage as we're doing different things in the journey. Uh, but we're all we're all together in this. We're all working together. And uh, what somebody's gone ahead of you might be able to give you insight into the here and the now. But just, man, like um, this, you know, what God has for us is 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 exciting. And, and I think that looking back in a microcosm on some of the hard things that we've gone through as a staff and things that we've gone through as a family, if you pull those up individually, it can be really tough. It can be really hard to kind of find that joy. But I think there's this beauty in God's promises and there's this beauty in this, in the fact that he is, he is the, has the, he's the greatest storyteller and he has the greatest, um, things in store. Uh, and he wants to show off his love and his grace to all humanity. And we can be a part of that story. And, And so maybe, 2019 sucked maybe 2020 is starting out terrible whatever it is but know that that there is a journey and there is uh and you know we want to encourage you in that journey um to to really grab hold of that joy that god has you know because it even says and this is such a crazy scripture when you take it in a microcosm but it says that jesus said but because the joy before jesus he he's he died you know, he suffered and he was nailed to a cross and it was almost like Jesus had the ability, um, you know, being God, but also now we get that ability with the power of the Holy Spirit is to know that there's something greater happening and that it was a joy set before him. He endured all of these things. And now we get to be these wonderful recipients of that. And, and in your story, you know, whatever you have going on right now, there might be a joy that you're going to be able to pass on. Yep. And a joy that you're going to be able to to give to somebody else, you know. And so so don't allow this situation to be the thing that crushes you. Instead, allow that to be the thing that through that, whatever that issue is or whatever the challenge that you're facing, to where the glory of God just bursts through. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if that, that's going to encourage any, any of our listeners, yeah. but I just felt like like to to know that, man, like you can hold on to something that will be your stability, just like Mackenzie shared. And and that will never fail you. Yep. Have hope there. Darkness may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning, man. Yeah. So true. My direction. Will you pray us out? Sure, please. Generally, father, we, um, we thank you for this time. Um, it's been a while and, uh, we, I just thank you that that we have this this opportunity, Lord, just to get together and 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 connect with people and and talk about you and and learn and grow. So, Lord, we're just very thankful for this time and this opportunity. But, um, Lord, as we've talked about a lot of things, but but one thing that that's on my mind as we pray is is this idea of of going through trials and tribulations and looking forward to joy, looking forward to resurrection. So, Lord, I ask that you would just bless our listeners that. Whatever they're going through, that that they can have joy in the midst of it, because they have hope. They have hope that that you are good, and that, and that you have a plan for them. And um, and and if all else fails, Father, that there is resurrection, that there is a future that is good, and you are good. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for all these things. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Michael. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for um, opening up and, and sharing in the conversation with us. Um, we thank you for your faithfulness to the podcast and to the conversation, um, for us taking a break for so long and you guys still being here when we came back. Um, we appreciate that so much. Uh, it tells us that what we're doing here is valued and you guys know the value in that. 
Um, so anyway, thank you so much. Uh, we, as we said, we are going to try to get a podcast in next week um, if we can. Uh, so we'll just see how that'll go. Could be a lot of road noise in the background or whatever, depending on where we are and how we can squeeze it in if possible. But if not, we will definitely be back the following week um, to talk to you guys again and to get back on uh, on the the path of our uh, chapter a day as we are moving through the Old Testament still. So, um, guys, we hope that you have a great week. We hope that you guys are in a good place out there. Uh, if you ever need anything, reach out to us. Um, send us an email. Uh, you can go on our website and find out all of our email addresses. Um, most of you that come to this church know us personally, have our cell phones, whatever you can send us if you need prayer, if you need uh, somebody to talk to, anything like that. We're here for you guys. So, until we see you next week, go out there be Jesus, show the light of the world, or show the light of Jesus to the world, and um, just be good to each other. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.